today on CityCast Madison. Did you grow up riding elephants? No? Well, I did, along with a bunch of other visitors to Circus World in Baraboo. Performing elephants were a key part of the Circus World Big Tent show and identity, but unlike every other year, they will not return for another season. Circus World has permanently cut elephants from their show. The museum says the elephants will retire to a sanctuary in Oklahoma. So what was it really like working with them? We had to speak with Karen DeSanto, a professional clown and longtime performer with both Circus World and the Ringling Brothers Circus. It's Tuesday, August 29th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Karen, how are you? This is so great that I get to spend time with you today. You're awesome. I agree. Uh, you are a Baraboobian like me. Okay. Not always, but I am now, and I accept it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, unlike me, you are a star of the circus. Mm. And growing up, you were my favorite lady clown. I love that. You were that for many people. How are you feeling about this news? It makes me sad. I love circuses and I love elephants. I mean, I'll go to any circus, sure, because I love I love the circus. I love the lights and the sound and the color and the all of it. But I do love the elephants. There's it's such an iconic vision of what a circus is is to see elephants. So it makes me sad, and it makes me sad that I won't get to see them, but that n- kids won't. If you're having kids today, you're not going to be able to take them to a circus and have them like be blown away by these incredible animals that come you know two feet from you in the circus ring it's it makes me it's a shame yeah it's an end of an era for baraboo the elephants are literally painted on murals across town exactly we're known for our elephants and now we're not gonna have any what and we're not changing those signs i don't think the city's gonna make any change in those signs no (laughs) but you know, how big of a change is this for the greatest show on earth? Well, as you know, uh, years ago, I think it was 2016, Ringling got rid of their elephants. So they've not had them for quite some time, right? Ring- the Ringling Brothers. They've been here in Baraboo, though, elephants and circus since what? I think the 1800s? Yes. Like far over a century. Right, right. And the, uh, there's postcards and photographs. Uh, black and whites of them walking down the main drag in Baraboo, you know, going right past their winter quarters and the whole town coming out to see them. And the whole town kind of being, you know, like, oh, it's just the elephants. It's okay. We're, we're just go on with your business. Just, just the elephant, the ringling elephants are going by. Nothing to see here. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually so true. It's like, it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's a nice. There's, you know, it's nice. It's our friends. Okay, let them pass. Our carriage will wait. Yeah, so yeah, elephants and the circus go together, you know, they're like as old as dust, they've been together. But for those who don't know, how are elephants involved in the shows typically? Elephants are always a main feature uh, because they're the, you know, the largest land mammal traveling the face of the earth today. You know, I love the the hype of an elephant. 
I think it makes it a circus if you see an elephant in the show. And I think it's a, you know, you can, people do extraordinary things, right? So there's always circus performers that do. I'm always blown away. I was not one of them. I so appreciate you saying that I was your favorite. And I hope I made you laugh. But Your favorite clown. Uh, favorite clown. Just seeing you. Um, <laughs> but you weren't doing the acrobatics. No. No, that's like shoot out of a cannon. <laughs> also incredible. But you open those curtains and you see, you know, 15 or 28 or back in the day, 50 plus elephants come out it blows your face off. I mean, it's just so extraordinary to see something so large and so gentle and so beautiful to come into a circus ring. The smell, I love the smell of circus elephants or any elephant. Oh, really? Yeah. What do they smell like? Well, they're a little, I'd say, (laughs) they're a little earthy. Let's say that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a smell, you know, it's different than than a horse in a ring or a you know, a dog, certainly, or ponies. But I just think they're such an integral part of a show. They're always one of my favorites. Yeah. And so I want to know a little bit more about your relationship with the elephants that you worked with, you know, back in the early aughts. Well, I performed and traveled with Ringling Brothers in the 90s and into the 2000s, right? Um, and then went on to other shows. So that traveling herd for Ringling, it went smaller and smaller and smaller. Back in the day, you know, well before my time, there were little 35 elephants and it went to 30. When I was there, I think we had nine, you know, not a huge herd, but seven or nine elephants is pretty impressive. But then I think it went down to maybe three or four elephants, you know, just because, and elephants get older. Uh, I always appreciate, you know, an old gal, as like we call them in the show, there's an old gal. And uh, as an old gal myself, I'm like, I don't want to work so hard anymore. Might be looking towards retirement. So, yeah, so I've been with a gamut of, uh, of elephants, but some of my favorite memories are riding the elephants or doing publicity events with the elephants and great stories. I mean, I'm telling you, the elephants that I've worked with um, and the trainers and the crews that work with them, they're like an extension of them, extension of the family. I remember we would have a, a get together after one of the shows on the Ringling Show and we'd go out to the elephant barn. It's celebrating a birthday, say, and the elephants would be right there next to us, enjoying all of our sounds and laughing. and Just a part of the family. That's what it feels like. Pretty soon you're oblivious to, oh, oh my God, there's a giant elephant in my party home right now. They just are absolutely part of the family. And it's, what a beautiful thing. I look back at those signs and think, I partied with the elephants. You know, that's what we did. That's some real cred. Yeah, that's some, some very real cred. It was always interesting when you take the elephants out of their regular element, like like a show, like if you're in, like it's like same as us. It's you're familiar, right? With you go into the building, you do your performance, you come back to the barns, you eat, you know, all those things. But they would do publicities occasionally with elephants. And I remember we were in um, Venice Beach, California, and we had a tug of war with elephants against the clowns. And we did it on Venice Beach. And these these elephants, there's great photos of it. These elephants <laughs> went crazy happy when they saw that ocean. And then they frolicked in the ocean and then they, they won. They won the the clown tug of war. I remember that as like, let me take this mental picture of how amazing this is. 
Oh my gosh. And I, I just recall elephant, the elephants like being in the Baraboo River, you know, splashing, like, you know, getting that, that love of water. Yeah. Do you remember any elephants specifically? When I very first joined the Ringling Show, um, the big spec number, which is the spectacle. So everybody's in it, every act person, every animal, just before intermission. Uh, we did a birthday party for the new elephants called Romeo and Juliet. And they were little, they weren't baby babies, but they were small. They were little, you know, teenagers, maybe we'll call them. They maybe been three or four years old. But it was this whole birthday party of Romeo and Juliet. And I remember, again, all the other elephants would be out there too. And then they, they brought these little babies out, you know, and they wanted original. It's like a big elephant pushing a baby in a baby carriage, but that wasn't going to happen. Crowd would go nuts for these two. They were just fantastic. First year on the show, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm surrounded by elephants and bears. And I had to walk a llama and there were camels. It was extraordinary. But I did create a friendship over all my years with an elephant named, oddly enough, Karen. Oh, <laughs> another Karen. Right? So they go, Karen. And we'd both look up, you know, what? What do you want? You know, people call us. She was amazing. Really, I, I have su- just beautiful respect for her. So I would have to run really quickly to change my costume uh, to get ready to ride the elephant. So I'd run, run, run. I'd change my costume. And then I'd always grab something because elephants like treats. You know, it's like a dog. If they're going to do something good, you reward them with a treat. So I would always grab something off my trunk or from the alley somewhere, a donut or whatever was in there. And I'd come up to Karen and her trainer would say, Karen, foot. And then she'd put her foot up. I'd put my foot on her foot and then she'd pop me up on top of her. That's boom. That's how I got up there. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. And it was very easy. And I'd tr- give her a little treat and then her trunk would come around and I'd give her the treat. Well, this particular day I was running late or I'm sure I was doing something I should have been doing. So I was late. I was hurrying. I did not grab a treat. I did not. So they said, okay, Karen foot. I said, up. Oh, I'm sitting on top of her. She brings her trunk around and searches my whole my leg up my thing for the treat and I go no Karen I don't have a treat today sorry I'm sorry and she's still looking still getting and she went bloop if you don't have your treat you don't get to ride (laughs) oh my god she just bucked you off she did she told me no I'm not having you and it wasn't hard or ferocious she just I slipped right off slipped right off bloop so she was having no part of it I knew always bring her a treat after that and then that never happened again that's absolutely amazing You know, thinking about riding the elephants and you talking about one of the things you most were excited about with them being a part of the circus is for kids to see them. And I have to say, one of my fondest memories of my childhood and in its entirety is riding the elephants um, because I did that with my siblings and my cousins on a regular basis, you know, and they would be like after the show, the there'd be an elephant and it's just kind of. You just would walk around slowly and you sat up there and that was totally normal for a Barabooian <laughs> Wisconsin kid, which is strange, but beautiful. It's so true. What a great thing. I love that too. And we were in the backyard at Circus World all those years. Oh my gosh. I, we had a giraffe also and all these baby goats. And I remember our daughter grew up in the backyard of Circus World. Uh, she started her career at two months old. So as she, you know, she was four and five years old and the goats were her favorite, the ponies, but those elephants, man. And to just have an elephant in your backyard, that's what we had. 
we had an elephant in our backyard, several actually. And it just becomes a part of you. Like, oh, there they are. Look at what they're doing today. I don't know of many other communities that have such a beautiful, beautiful memory-making option, right? Is to have something like that. I love that you do too. Can I share one more little story with you? I'm loving these, so absolutely. <laughs> this one means the world to me. Um, so after the the elephants left the Ringling Show, the big circus, and everyone in the in the world, I think, thought there will be no more elephants in any show, but that's not true. Ringling stopped using elephants in their shows. And Ringling being the biggest one, I can understand maybe how people just surmised that that means no el- no elephants were anywhere because elephants were here at Circus World. There were elephants in other traveling shows, that kind of thing. But the Ringling elephants were uh, moved to sanctuaries or zoos and they all went to different places. Now, elephants also are very communal. So they often, especially the females, they often have you know, deep friendships with other elephants. And if they are removed or separated from these other female elephants, depression sets in. It's just like a person, you know, they're very emotional animals. So uh, they took Karen and one of her besties, Nicole, and they moved them to uh, a zoo in, in Texas. So I was happy to go into Texas for a conference for Boys and Girls Club. And while I was there, I'm like, I'm already in Texas. I'm going to shoot over to that zoo and I'm going to go see. I wanted to test the theory. I want to see if Karen remembers me. It's been, you know, many years. I wonder if she would remember all that. So I called the zoo. They were gracious and lovely. And I got a hold of the uh, elephant handlers, elephant uh, supervisors. They said, we'd love that. Come on down and see it. So I met them outside the little pens and they had beautiful you know, natural looking environment. It was lovely. I'm standing there and both of them came out of their out of their habitat. So I started talking to her and I said, Karen, you want a treat? Hey, let's do this show. Come on, let's be pretty. Trunk up. You know, <laughs> you know, was, I gave her a lot of attagirls. And the moment I spoke, her her ears went whoop and like stayed there. Like often they flap their ears for air conditioning and a million fly different things, but her ears went Her ears went way like way out like pant like open. Yep. She stood for a second and then she slowly walked over to me nice and slow and used her trunk to investigate. And seriously, the more I talked to her, the more her ears just stayed perked. I absolutely know that she knew my voice and remembered. So we stood together for at least an hour. She just stood there with me. It was so beautiful. Oh my goodness. A reunion. It was a reunion of things. Even the trainer said, whoa, that, whoa, this is legit. And I understand they have really good memories. So that tracks. Uh, and I guess they do. Well, you're hard to forget, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Some wish they could. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> This end of the elephant era, we knew it was coming for some time now, for a few years. What do you make of this decision? And and we should say, you know, you're speaking on behalf of yourself, not the Circus World Museum. You, as someone who's been a part of the Ringling Circus family um, and the Circus World Museum for, you know, a long time. I know that there's some reasoning behind it. There's something beyond certainly what I know or can control. I do know also these particular elephants that are here now which I did not work with. I worked with the Beretta elephants, which were African elephants. Um, So a different breed and a different family and equally as gorgeous. And they are living in a beautiful sanctuary in Florida. And they're doing educational programs now with their elephants. And it's 
It's fabulous. So these elephants, I know they're they're older, so they get tired and and they do deserve some rest. A younger elephant have all the energy in the world, but these old gals, they just want to retire. So I understand that, but I sure do wish we could get another set or some someone else could come with some some elephants and be there, but that's not possible either. Everyone loves an elephant. I mean, I It'll be a, a new day, a new era starting next year. So we'll see how that goes. But Well, it's it's really interesting for those of us who grew up with them around and hearing from you who, you know, work directly with elephants. Um, but there are a lot of people who have concern, concerns outside, you know, concerns about the, the elephant well-being and, and this sort of thing. And you having worked so closely, you know, near the trainer, seeing all this stuff, did you ever see anything that made you uncomfortable? You know, some of the concerns with how ele- the elephants were treated or trained? Yeah, I get, I'm over the course of my career, I've been asked that a bit. And no, we used to make jokes in the clown alley. That's what it was called when all the clowns uh, were together in the circus, clown alley. There were people that would pass out pamphlets before our shows, you know, here's what we think. And they would talk about the possible uh, things, cruelty, perhaps they use those words to the animals. And we would always sub in the word clowns for the word animal. (laughs) And if you read it, then it's hilarious. Like, you know, they don't get enough water and they're chained to stakes and, you know, blah, blah. Um, And we thought that's more apropos. The, The animals and caregivers for those animals were extraordinary. It really, they were extraordinary and they should be celebrated. These are their family members. They're not a commodity that they just throw out there in the ring and, you know, uh, and, and wish for good things to happen. These are dedicated, committed people to an animal, much like people are in love with their dogs and cats and any other type of animal. An elephant is no different. Unfortunately, perhaps, of course, there's, there's difference in things I've never seen it, but I'm sure it's there like anywhere else. I do know that these elephants that we're talking about today at Circus World, they're under incredible care. I mean, I think Armando and his family are sad also to say goodbye and to have it be over and to not be a part of this anymore. I think the girls, the elephants, I think the girls are probably going to have a little bit of sadness also because it's what they know and it's what they do and they're loved they're so loved so you never you know you didn't see the elephants see you know like feeling uncomfortable or that sort of thing i never did no nope um you know there's control like anything uh what they i think a lot of people say well they shouldn't be they should be they should be free they are in the uh ringling circus they always had the line of elephants and that's to keep them safe so they don't go crashing through the doors and just walk anywhere they want down, you know, in New York City. But the elephants, here's another story of Karen. They were parked behind our little curtain, you know, curtain and drape. You know, if you're in showbiz, you know what that means. You got a curtain and drape that's your wall of of, of anything. And the elephants were on one side. My trunk was on the other side of the curtain. Every single day that I came into work, I'd open my trunk. My trunk would be covered with hay. So at night, I'd leave it. There's be no hay. Karen would dump all of her hay and her straw and her bead just directly onto my trunk. Like she knew exactly where it was. She was naughty. <laughs> she loved to hear me go, Karen. Will the show go on without these magical performers? I mean, 
Of course, circus is forever. I mean, we've seen, you know, um, we've seen a lot of examples of circus, how it, how it's morphed into many different forms. And that's what one thing I love about circus is there's no particular way to do it. Um, I think it will find its place. I think it might take a minute, but Circus World will forever be a place that's history filled. I mean, it's the home of the Ringling Brothers. It's incredible uh, enough like that. And the collections that they have there are so mind blowing, incredible. So yes, I think they'll be missed. Yes, the show will go on and yes, they'll find their new success. I think, I believe they will. Well, Karen, it's been an utter pleasure. (laughs) Thank you for coming on and sharing these stories and, you know, giving us a a picture into what you got to experience behind the scenes. Well, thank you, my friend. I'm very lucky. I mean, what an incredible life I've had. That's Karen DeSanto. Karen worked as a professional circus clown at Circus World Museum for a decade in the 90s and 2000s. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Speaking of traveling, First Lady Jill Biden is coming to Madison on Thursday. She's promoting what the White House calls the Biden Cancer Moonshot. The goal is to bring attention for early detection and access to cancer screenings. She will also speak at an educator appreciation event with teachers unions. And on the topic of big shows, the popular cooking competition show Top Chef was spotted in Madison over the weekend. There were sightings at the Dane County Farmers Market and at Whole Foods on University Ave. Since it's a competition, they do hope to keep the goings on secret, which I imagine is going to be a bit of a challenge in our Hamlet. Did you see the contestants or crews? Let us know. Email us at madison at citycast.fm. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with the person in your life you'd most like to take to the greatest show on earth? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then, 